1: It's Friday. It's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host,
2: Armish.
1: Cold sweat runs down on my cheeks. Why my heart's getting hot to beat? My throat's so dry, and I got some shakes. Again, morning, morning. Again, headache. Again, morning. Again. Life only brings the fear Nothing to corrupt the eyes There is no vision here At first you may find it strange But do not go away The darkness holds a power That you won't find in the day
2: Owner. Well, as I ended last week's show with The Damned, I thought I'd begin this week with them and wait for The Blackout, taken from the band's full self-titled, more commonly known as The Black Album. Friday and catch-up listeners are going, no, you didn't. You said you were, but you ended up playing Radio Burman and 455SD as the final song. On the other hand, Sunday, non-repeat listeners are nodding their heads in agreement. Anyway, I'm sure you don't mind me playing The Damned once again. What is it now? Three weeks on the trot? As you know, they are, along with the Helicopters, who were played on last week's show, and the Beatles are part of my three life-changing bands. As I've not played anything by the Fab Four since uh, episode 909, that track aptly being the one after the 909, that would have been you know, made more sense if I'd aired it on the following show, the one after the 909. Come on, keep up. Uh, Here they are in glorious mono, which is the only way to hear them, and the original single version of Love Me Do that has Ringo on drums. The album version and subsequent seven-inch repressings had Ringo relegated to tambourine duties with session drummer Andy White occupying the drum stall. As producer, George Martin didn't think Ringo was up to it, which must have really grated... The just sacked Pete Best, who was let go for the same reason. And he also drummed on Please Please Me, that wasn't released until the Anthology albums, and P.S. I Love You, that was the B-side of Love Me Do. <laughs>
1: Help me do
2: taken from the Past Masters 2 CD set that in turn, as the original 2-inch tape got junked pretty much after the singles release was taken from an original red parlophone labelled 7-inch Unfortunately, the uh, heavy-handed noise reduction does diminish the original sound not as much as the 1982 12-inch but uh, the general consensus is that if you don't have a mint lying around Uh, The one that appeared on the Tolly Records as part of the uh, 2019 Singles Collection, which obviously I don't have, is the next best thing. Sticking with the Beatles, well, Paul McCartney, as he has cropped up playing bass on one of the tracks of the new Rolling Stones album, Penge Pebbles, I mean Hackney Diamonds, sorry Bill, in the shape and form of Bite My Head Off, to be honest... I wasn't struck by the single Angry, but listening to the whole album, that track is growing on me. Will Hackney Diamonds ever stand up against classic 60s and 70s material? Probably not, and I don't mean that disingenuously, but it's like comparing the first five damned albums against their last five. The Noddy Holder had been diagnosed with throat cancer and given only six months to live. But that was five years ago. To begin with, I read it as he only had six months to live as of now. Fortunately, that isn't the case. But one of my dream scenarios played out in my head. Now, both Noddy and bassist Jim Lee left Slade in 1982, with Don Powell leaving acrimoniously in February 2020. But Nod, feeling time was Nye got Don, Dave, and Jim to go out with him just one more time as Slate. No announcement. But at the current lineup's final gig this year in Birmingham on the 23rd of December, the lights go down. And out of the gloom, the audience suddenly hear Baby, baby, baby! Before the actual bona fide chart topping glam rockers launch into Come on, Feel the Noise with everybody, me included losing their shit. Slade and come on feel the noise what's the Jim Lee produced where have all the good girls gone by the crybabies but I'm sure you already knew that of course the crybabies featured Honest John Plain from the boys the boys sans Honest John whose health issues currently prevent him from touring are back over here in dear old blighty in January a couple of dates have uh, already been announced Thursday the 4th at the Boiler Room in Guildford, and a day later at the Prince Albert in Brighton. I'm sure a London date of the Hundred Club will be forthcoming as uh, part of the Resolution Festival, but don't quote me on that. Sticking with former members of the boys, Duncan Reid played his last ever gig with the Big Heads at the Lexington on October the 7th. Was I there? Of course I was, along with a whole host of familiar and unfamiliar faces. The unfamiliar ones having flown in from all corners of the world. Mind you saying that. Uh, I haven't seen Duncan Reed and the Big Heads play live since July 2019. So maybe they're just new faces to me. Clearly, the pandemic stopped everyone from gigging, but still, four whole years is a long time. Obviously, Duncan has played live in the interim. It's just uh, I haven't been able to get to see him. I had a ticket for the Don't Blame Yourself launch gig that got postponed and chunted around until it became of last year's Pump It Up Power Pop Weekender that I couldn't make. It's funny to think that, although I've had Don't Blame Yourself for four years, some of the songs I hadn't heard played live, although I'm sure some were aired the last time I saw them. Waiting just inside the upstairs venue was Duncan himself, almost like a concierge, the perfect host, greeting everyone who took time to come over to see him. He did look... Not shell-shocked, but he seemed like it was sinking in, that the sold-out crowd was here to see and hear him. Nervous, understandably. I asked him how things were going, to which he replied, well, there's some good news and there's some bad news. The bad news was that guitarist Sophie K. Powers, who had recently undergone surgery on her wrist, had been told by her doctors not to play that evening. The good news was she was going to anyway, a bit dipping in and out across the set with Heidi Cotton, who normally stands in for Nick Hughes, playing the majority of the gig. However, at some points, all three guitarists were on stage and it sounded glorious. There were a couple of additional guests in the shape and form of Caria Chinara, who drummed on the uh, second difficult album, and James Stevenson, who played guitar on Little Big Head. Sadly, no Mario Vengus, who I'm sure would have been there if he was able. Duncan played for nearly 90 minutes, covering all aspects of his solo career. The material from, and it's goodbye from him, that is his and the Big Head's swan song studio album played live, was absolutely cracking. It's a real shame we'll never get to hear them live again. It's a testament to how strong Duncan and the Big Head's own material is, as I think only two boys' tracks were played. So depressing from the band's 1977 debut... And of course, the last track of the evening was First Time. No, the lyrics weren't changed to last time. And no, I wasn't asked to play bass, fortunately. really love you, seriously, you're brilliant. That was obviously first time taken from Duncan Reed and the Big Heads live at Accurate album that is uh, available from the band's band campsite, as is the rest of their back catalogue. As you might recall, I never really got into the cramps. I know all about them, but their recording output has eluded uh, my ears, even though last time I mentioned them, I asked for recommendations, which came in thick and fast that I still haven't got around to checking out. Anyway, I got an email from Pull Down Your Pants. I mean... Kick Down The Doors! Again, Barton? From, don't do it, Kick Down The Doors PR founder and head honcho Paul Bedford, enthusing about Stiff Little Fingers drummer Steve Grantley's tribute to Poison Ivy with the Where Did Poison Ivy Go? EP, which is due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 1st of December under the guise of Steve Gruntley and the Zed Heads. After premature death in 2009 of Lux Interior, her bandmate and husband of 37 years, you can tell I'm reading this, can't you? Cheers, Paul. Poison Ivy retired from public life and has not performed or recorded since, Steve explained. This EP is a shout out to Poison Ivy, just to let her know we miss her and wish her well. The band stated that this is in no way. Do they want to disrupt or disrespect her wishes to be left alone? Explaining, this is just a note to say thank you for the inspiration and Poison Ivy. We miss you. Here's the title track. Truth be told, I was impressed, Barton, by your diligence and timings on that uh, professional snippet. No, seriously, good for you. Uh, have any of you ever wondered what was being said very quietly at the beginning of Kick Down the Doors? No? Well, I have, and thanks to Barton, we can now find out. Turn the track up a bit. Yeah, that's good, yeah, that's good. A... Well, <laughs> Professionals 2023 have just announced a new lineup. Joining Paul Cook and Tom Spencer are Dean Crony on guitar and Mark Hayward on bass. The band are in the throes of recording a new album, a double at that, that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops early next year. But before all that, the professionals are currently on tour tonight, as in the 27th of October. Future streaming, downloading, and non live rock radio UK listeners. They have just finished playing The Lead Mill in Sheffield with dates right up to and including the Islington Assembly on the 18th of November. Check, press, for details. Also, watch out for the new single, Dance Like No One's Watching. Yes, I'll be playing it when it comes my way. Mark Valentine, the charismatic British singer, forward stroke songwriter, forward stroke guitarist, who last year released his debut solo album to critical acclaim Issues a new single, Skeleton Key, through Little Stevens Wicked Cool Records. Yet yeah, again, you can tell I'm reading this. Well, when the PR company do it for you, produced by Dave Draper, Open Brackets, The Wild Hearts, Ryan Hamilton, The Professionals. Close Brackets. Skeleton Key is a three-minute, twenty-second blast of upbeat forward stroke, downbeat power pop, a haunting tale of emotion pursuit with spirited guitar lines and a chorus to die for. Mark explains, When the idea for Skeleton Key came to me, I was imagining the colours and dialogue of a suspenseful opening scene from a late 60s Hammer horror film. It's a song about discovering the darker side of someone and the futile attempt to escape the emotional powers that can unlock everything. Though, as usual, there is a dash of dark humour. The single is backed with a cover version of Terrell's Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow, a long-time favourite of Mark's. Still reading. Available as a download and a limited edition coloured vinyl 7-inch with picture sleeve. Skeleton Key unlocks the door to Mark's forthcoming album Basement Sparks, due in 2024. And we make no bones about it. Destined to embed itself in a good number of skulls this Halloween. Phew! This is Duncan Reid from Duncan Reid and the Big Heads and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. You'd be nuts to listen to anything else. we've entered the realms of this week's Covers Corner. Corner. Now, a couple of shows ago, I mentioned that I still purchase Goo Goo Dolls albums out of habit in the full knowledge that they're never going to return to the material they wrote for their first five albums. Having said that, the band have just released a brand new live album recorded way back when, in 1995, when they were still good. It's a double, and it is brilliant. There are a couple of covers, Slave Girl, that uh, originally was recorded by the Lime Spiders that appeared on A Boy Named Goo, although original promos don't. A standalone was included, but after the dismissal of drummer George Tokarski, who uh, wrote said track, uh, it was removed and replaced with Slave Girl, and the enemies disconnected. The other cover on Live at the Academy, 1995, is Prince's... Never Take the Place of Your Man that uh, appeared on 1990's Hold Me Up that uh, had the much-missed, incredible Lance Diamond on vocals. Sadly, no Lance on this version, but uh, Robbie, and truth be told, I prefer Robbie on vocals over Johnny any day. (laughs)
1: Wait a minute, what's with the one, two, three, four? Hey, give him back that microphone. He blew our big ending. Wait a minute, you blew our big fucking ending.
2: Hey, I'm only following the record.
1: What are you talking you want me about? Up we'll no, me up there? No, this is live rock and roll, man. No, no, no. Now, we're going to do the last verse again, and this time don't blow our fucking big ending, okay? S- sorry. Okay. okay, hang on. Okay. okay. We'll start up maybe qualifying. I may be qualified for one night stand But I can never take the place of your man
2: Miss that version of the Goo Goo Dolls. I truly do. Here's another band that I miss. Sadly, I never got to see the classic lineup, and the last album I felt didn't do the name justice. This is the New York Dolls, and we're all in love. And until next week, we've got the timings right this week, haven't we, Barton? Good. Take it easy.
0: tuning in to the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where you don't have to wear a mask or observe social distancing.
2: This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and we say what's lodge production? to Rock Radio UK, home of the best in rock. Turn it up.